Hello, and welcome back to the Side Thing Podcast. This is episode three. This past week, I was feeling less overwhelmed, even though I had a much busier work week. Um, There was a, like a pitch deck situation happening at the end of my week. So instead of winding down towards the weekend, it was really more ramping up towards Friday, uh, which isn't my favorite, but such is life. So anyways, um, a non-design related update with me this week is that I spontaneously went back to dark hair. The red is gone. I do miss it a little bit. However, my hair's just gotten so damaged that the red, ooh, our chewy package has arrived. I'm gonna have to go get that. Um, Tavi got, you know, the next shipment of the monthly treats, quote-unquote, that protect them from the bad stuff. And then I also got him a new bed because a few months ago, or actually, I guess it wasn't really that long ago, but Tavi was sick and he puked a lot on his bed to the point where I decided it was time to retire that bed instead of wash it again. So now he's getting another one. Super quick interjection from myself as I'm editing this. I got distracted by that notification and started talking about Tavi, and then I never explained why I'm suddenly talking about my hair again. So now we're back to talking about my hair for like 20 more seconds. Enjoy. Thanks. My goal was to go back to my natural color, but I think because my hair was lightened or maybe porous or whatever, I don't know. I'm sure it was user error but my hair's very dark now. It's definitely a little shocking because I was only trying to go to dark brown, but I've been taking better care of it and I'm happy. Okay. All right, I'm gonna dive into the things that I was working on this week. So first up, I was working on the brand guidelines for this podcast. So I've landed on the typefaces. I'm using a combination of my own handwriting and then the typeface Mont. Surat? That feels wrong. Uh, is that like French? I'm not really sure. But it's a pretty simple, fresh looking sans serif. I can't really articulate what about this one called to me over some of the other simple and fresh sans serif typefaces. But this is the winner. I was testing out a couple of them and after playing around with different things, I was working on some social concepts, some website concepts, and the typeface I continually was reaching for was this one. So, alas, that's our typeface. And then I landed on the colors by taking photos in different places in my house, um, specifically areas that I tend to get creative. So that's the kitchen table, it's my desk upstairs, and then also I have this wooden, it's a piece of plywood, and I actually have some hardware installed on it that was supposed to be for screen printing, but I've never actually used it for that. Um, I put the wood on the floor or on top of the kitchen table when I need a larger workspace that I also don't care if I fuck up. Um, anyways, all these different places that I create within my home, I took pictures of them and then I selected different colors and hues from those photos because a lot of the content that I'll be putting out on the side thing Instagram 
is gonna be photos taken within my home of the things that I'm working on. So I just thought it would make sense because this is the space that I'm creating in. Whew. I really wasn't sure how I was gonna describe that. Um, yeah, so colors. We got them. I also decided that for every episode release, instead of reposting the cover art just again and again, or trying to create something totally new every time, because that's kind of what I was trying to do with that original podcast concept, where I was going to have a custom illustration <laughs> every week. And I just don't have time for that, you know? And what if I'm not feeling illustration one week? Then what? So I decided to do more of a photography-based episode drop social concept. So each time a new episode is dropped, it drops with a carousel post, including all of the images and things that I'm working on that I talk about in the episodes. And the first unit in the carousel has a CD that I Photoshop to say the side thing podcast, the episode number, and the episode title. And that CD is either on top of, surrounded by, or being held up in front of the work that's talked about in that episode. If that was confusing, just hop on over to the Side Thing Podcast on Instagram and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about live and in action. Alright, if you remember from previous episodes, I was mentioning the cleanout kit. And this is a brochure design, um, mailer, envelope design for no reason other than I wanted to. The original envelope design, it's white with some teal polka dots, there's some typography overlapping the polka dots, and it's, you know, it's cool, but I did update it. <laughs> and I decided to really highlight their accent colors. Their main color is the teal, um, but they've got some great accents and the lilac and the blue with the gold and the pink like I don't know there's a lot of color happening but it's fun it definitely gets your attention and I think it's cute to be honest with you I'm getting kind of sick of looking at this brochure Ooh. I'm sure you guys can relate like I'm enjoying this project but I'm also over it the brochure is pretty much done there are two little spaces that don't have content in them right now and so i need to go on their website um, do some researching on their about us page and see if there's any sort of interesting fact or cta that we can add to the brochure we have room we have room to try something different so that still needs to be done but i did finish the envelope design We've got the accent colors, a little illustration. Um, I like it. I'm happy with it. And then I did the inside of the envelope as the lilac color because personally, I think it's pretty baller when you have an envelope that looks good on the outside, but then also it still looks good on the inside because you could totally just ignore that part. But if you don't ignore that part, you're a real one. You know, that was my... Uh, that was my idea there. And then I did put them into mock-ups. And while the designs are still incomplete at this stage, the mock-ups do help to kind of bring it to life. So yeah, let me know what you think. And if you have any good ideas on what could fill those empty spaces, I would love to hear your ideas. 
And then the third thing that I've been working on is painting some old frames. Now, this was kind of random, to be honest. The other day, I went to the draw event hosted by Dandy. It's a vintage store and event space. And they host this drawing event once a month. So I went with Yen. And the presenter was Zoe Fiss, I believe is how you pronounce her name. Um, you can find her Instagram at X-O-E-F-I-S-S. So a real quick sidebar, I'll quick talk about the prompts that we had at that drawing night just in case you want to follow one of these prompts and do a little doodle in your sketchbook. Also, I should make note that I don't actually know these prompts word for word and I'm just summarizing based on what I remember. And this was like a week ago almost at this point. So the first prompt was to make penance I think that's how you say them. Those triangular flags made of felt, or typically made of felt. Uh, the presenter works a lot with those and loves making them. And so the idea was to draw little pennants inspired by something that, like a special place or a special memory. So I did a bunch of little pennants inspired by the trip to Jamaica that Dom and I went on back in winter. Some of the flags say Jamaica, Negril, one of them has a bikini. Um, also, so there's this food. Okay, this is funny. Little tiny story time. When we were in Jamaica, there was this fried bread thing that you could get called Festival, and it was really good. It's like made with cornmeal, and I'm a big cornbread person. I'm a cornbread girly, so cornmeal in this bread thing that you could order at the restaurant. It was like my jam. No pun intended because jam make a <laughs> Anyways, I made a pennant paying homage to festival. However, I accidentally called it carnival. And so then I was showing Dom the pennant, which just has this little lump looking bread doodle and then carnival with a smiley face. And he was like, what? And I was like, what? And then he was like, do you mean festival? And I was like, oh, yes the second prompt was to do a self-portrait in a new style now i'm not very good at self-portraits the first one that i made was pretty cute and then immediately thereafter every attempt got scarier and scarier and then eventually it devolved into me drawing myself from when i was in first grade holding a frog so I don't think I'll be using any of these, but they are funny, so enjoy that. And then the last prompt was to create a greeting card that you would send or could send to a friend. And I just wrote out like two options of what could be on the cover. One of them says, friend, hello. And the other says, oh shit, because it's an inside joke with the Dom. And that's who I was also with at the event. So those were the drawings. Pictures will be on the gram. Her prompts were great. Uh, she was talking about vintage frames and she was talking about different creative ways to look at things and create things and being creative as an adult. It was a real fun night. Uh, did some doodling, did some drawing. Now here's where we get into the vintage frames, okay? Because at my last apartment, it was this old building in Milwaukee. It was actually terrible like really gross but I had a really cool entrance at that apartment 
Um, I put up a bunch of antique frames, eclectic artwork, um, all over the entrance and in the walls. And it was really high ceilings, so there was just frames galore. Some were empty, some had mirrors, some had photos, some had art. And it was really cool, fit that space great. Now I'm in a new space. And not only is the space just different, but I don't want to do the exact same thing that I did there, here because it's, it's a new vibe. It's a different thing. So anyways, I was gonna donate them to Goodwill, and then I was going to set aside some for yen, which, by the way, I will still do that for you. However, <laughs> then I decided to paint them, and it's been real fun. I have been making colorful choices. Like, I'm talking reds, blues, teals, yellows, golds, oranges, all at once which is quite different for me. Um, I think I mentioned in a different episode, I love brown and black and white and cream and beige, but I don't know, something, something about bright colors. It's creeping in. The colors are getting to me and I'm liking it. So yeah, the kitchen table has been a painting zone. That piece of plywood I mentioned for crafting, uh, yeah, it's on the kitchen table right now, along with maybe 11 frames, all at different stages of paintedness. I don't have a plan for what the overall colors are going to be. I'm just kind of painting as I go, mixing up random colors and putting them on frames. And I think it's going to be really cool when it's done. After such a busy work week, it was just really nice at the end of the day to close the computer, not touch my iPad, pretty much just tune out techno technologically. Ugh. That was hard to say. So yeah, that's the update on the frames. You can view those frames at the Side Thing Podcast on Instagram. I just thought of something so fun. I'm gonna do a giveaway of a frame. So if you are a lucky listener and you're not my boyfriend, sorry Dom, but you've been excluded from this giveaway, just stay tuned. I don't exactly know how I'm going to proceed with that idea, but I will. And I'll explain it when I know what to explain. Another thing that I was working on this week was oil pastel doodling. Um, there's something about traditional mediums that help, <laughs> help me at least. I don't know what it is, but I think with digital drawing, there's just so many options of brushes and textures, and you can get really specific with your colors. You can get wrapped up trying to choose the perfect color or the perfect brush, or even once you're actually drawing, like with erasing and going back and undoing. In a way, it can almost make it harder to forge on because you're constantly changing it or undoing, or at least I am. But with traditional mediums, using a sketchbook, using paint, using oil pastels, pens, you get it. It's just once you start, you keep going. And if you mess up, you just keep going anyways. And if it isn't perfect, you just keep going anyways. And that is some creative energy that I needed slash always need <laughs> or am interested in. So oil pastels. I have a Ziploc baggie full of pieces of oil pastels at this point. I've broken a lot of them in half, but that's okay 
they still work. We have some roses currently. And they're very cute. They're a nice reddish, orangish color. So I drew those. I also drew just some abstract color washes. One of my pages in my sketchbook is like <laughs> yellow now. But it's not solid yellow. It's yellow and a pale pink and there's some little streaks of blue. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I don't know if I'll do anything with it. Maybe I'll use it as a texture at some point um, or like a colored background. But it was just more of a explorative practice, if you will. I'd love to know what you got up to this week. You can leave it in the comments of this week's episode drop on Instagram at the side thing podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review on the podcast app or Spotify. That would be super helpful. That's what everyone says. So, you know, do all those things. Thanks. Bye.